0: All right, our gospel reading for this morning is from Luke chapter 19, verses 28 to 38. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Thank you so
1: much, Mr. Van Horn, Mr. Brian, an old elder of ours. Uh, invite you guys to pray with me as we dive into our scripture today. Heavenly Father, your good God, Lord, we pray that as we encounter you uh, in your message today that, Lord, we feel and understand why we are sent out into this world. We say this all in your son's precious name. Amen. Let's see if this is working today. Palm Sunday. Perfect. This is Palm Sunday. And why is this such a big deal? Why was it such a big deal for the Jewish people in Israel, in Jerusalem, that they throw this massive parade when Jesus is entering the city? Well, the reason is because they had been waiting a very, very long time for this specific king. God had promised that he would send a king to redeem and rescue Israel because Israel at that time was an occupied nation. The Romans had come in and they had literally suppressed the Israelites and were inactive oppressing the Israelites. And yet they still believed that God was going to redeem them, that this king was going to come and make things right. And so this was literally Jesus' coronation. This was the king is coming into the city, What's so interesting about Jesus' entrance isn't that he arrived, it's not how many people showed up, it's the how he decides to arrive. Because typically when a king would be announced when he would come into his power, he would show up in power. He would show up with his armies and his chariots and his swords as a way to mark his stand, I am here to conquer, I am here to rule with power because that's where kings got their strength, was through the army. And ironically, Pilate, who's also in the city at the time, who was the Roman governor of the time, he had just shown up in the city with all of his chariots, with all of his armies. He would literally come in during the Holy Week, during the Passover week, to remind the Israelites that they were under the thumb of Rome. And yet Jesus doesn't show up with armies. He doesn't show up with weapons. Instead, as the scriptures tell us, say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the full of a donkey. Jesus shows up and it is truly a celebration of a servant king. He didn't have to show up that way. He could have shown up in power, right? He could have come with angels, with lightning and thunder and smite me, O oh, mighty smiter, right? He could have shown up that way. Certainly, our worldly powers show up that way, right? When we elect a new president or a new king comes into a power, right? We make a big deal of it. But Jesus shows up specifically riding on a donkey, something humble, something quiet, because he was modeling what type of king he was coming to be. And you see, that that was the problem. Because they didn't want that kind of king. They wanted a king who was powerful in the world's eyes. They wanted a king who was going to come in and start stomping out the Romans as opposed to his teaching his disciples to love, and through love he would redeem the world. That's why just five days later, after Palm Sunday, whenever everyone's screaming, Hosanna, glory to God, here is our king, those same crowds cry out to Pilate, we have no king but Caesar. Because they didn't want a servant king. None of us in our human nature want a servant king. And yet it's that servant king king who comes to redeem us and save us and to send us out to be different. That's why Jesus tells his apostles, Jesus said and called them and said, you know that those regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their high officials exercise authority over them, but not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant." And whoever wants to be first must be the slave of all. For the Son of Man, this is Jesus talking about himself, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus shows up. He comes to his disciples, and he says, Y'all, I get how the world does it. The world plays King of the Hill. You guys remember King of the Hill growing up? What are the worst games to teach children? Really, you think about it, right? Like the entire job is to claw your way up the hill over bodies of other people, throw them down so you can get to the top, and then your job is to defend your throne against other people as they try to throw. Like this is not how society should work, right? Like I get the game, it's fun, but that's how society works, right? Get to the top of the hill, be above everyone else, and then defend through physical violence your territory. But Jesus, he turns it around, he says, guys, I know that's how the world does it, but that's not how the kingdom of God does it. Instead, he says, if you want to be great, it's not about getting to the top of that hill. It's about becoming a servant of all. That's why part of our DNA as a church, part of who we are as Acts Church Leander, is these things called sending Sundays. You know, one of the coolest aspects, uh, questions I got Uh, through the entire 2020, 2021 Mesopotamia that that was. The most common question I got wasn't, Josh, when are we going to be back inside again? Or when are things going to go back to the uh, the way they used to be? Do you know what the most common question I got was? When are we going to do sending Sundays again? When are we going to go out and serve again? Because so much of our core DNA as a church is built in and tied into serving the community. And not just as individuals, but as families. Because I know you as parents want to raise that up in your kids. You want to teach them to serve. You want to teach them that the king of the hill way of the world is not the way of Jesus. And so we build into our DNA, our rhythm, these Sunday and Sundays where we go out and we intentionally find partners to serve with. To love on, to model, and to build that into our rhythm. This whole year, as Acts Church Leander, is building new spiritual rhythms as households that draw us closer to Jesus. And we want to do that and practice that as a church as well. And on Palm Sunday, where our servant king shows up, there is no better way for us to get out and say, you know what Palm Sunday means to us? To serve as Jesus served. Because we know he gave the ultimate service in dying for us, in forgiving us, and raising us back to life. And so we get out and we get our hands dirty. And y'all at home, awesome opportunity to reach out in this time. To take the extra time you're going to get at church and just call someone who might have been isolated during the pandemic. To write a note of encouragement. Call your grandma or grandpa. I literally just sent pictures to my grandma, Ann. She's 96 years old, and she loved them. Easy, easy, right? But find someone to serve. Find someone to love. And you all here at Acts Church, and I am so thrilled that you are here to work with us. Obviously, I'm at least dressed to work. You will find I'm not the best worker, but that's okay. My heart's in the right place. Uh, But we're going to get out and we are going to serve. We're going to pray, though. I know we've got one last song before we kind of give you your directions. Uh, So I'm going to invite Tanner and Jaron back up for our final song. But let's pray uh, as we commission uh, this experience today. Heavenly Father, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are the servant king. Father, I pray that as we literally serve as you served. Lord, as we try to model to this next generation, to our kids, and we help them get their hands dirty. Lord, that this isn't a one-time event, Lord, that this isn't something that we can just post on social media to pat ourselves on the back, but Lord, that this can be a heart-molding moment for us as individuals, for us as families, but then also for our community partners, for them to see us as co-workers in the field with them. Lord God, we're excited to see what you do through our work, emboldened by your son. We say this all in your son's precious name. Amen! We've got one final sending song to kick us